This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, July 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Trump's China relationship frays over North Korea. House Ag Committee schedules listening sessions. And Hong Kong eases bird flu restriction on U.S. USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue has only been back a little more than a week from his trip to China, where he and U.S. Ambassador Terry Branson celebrated China's recent agreement to resume buying U.S. beef. The agreement is expected to pave the way for significant new beef exports, and it marks a solid gain following the April meeting between U.S. President Donald Trump and Chinese President Xi Jinping in Florida. But the warming in the relationship between the two country leaders has begun to cool. That judging by the flurry of tweets last week from Trump, the president has said repeatedly he was hoping the Chinese could help persuade North Korea to tamp down its aggression and threats. But he seemed to give up after citing data that China was continuing to supply North Korea with fuel. Perhaps China will put a heavy move on North Korea and end this nonsense once and for all. Trump tweeted after North Korea conducted a July 4th test of what Pyongyang said was a long-range intercontinental ballistic missile. The next day, though, Trump said in another tweet, trade between China and North Korea grew almost 40% of the first quarter. So much for China working with us, but we had to give it a try. It's unclear how much this new frustration with China and North Korea will affect ongoing negotiations for agriculture trade. But there's a lot riding on the outcome. U.S. negotiators are still trying to get China to lift its bans on U.S. rice and potatoes and improve its biotechnology approval system. Meanwhile, Congress returns this week after the July 4 recess and will be working hard on a fiscal year 2018 budget. House Ag Committee to hit the road again. The room was packed when the House Agriculture Committee held its first Farm Bill listening session at the University of Florida last month. One by one, farmers, scientists, and business owners took to the microphones to thank the lawmakers for coming to Gainesville and then talk about citrus, peanuts, cotton, potatoes, milk, and seafood and their priorities for a 2018 Farm Bill. Now Chairman Mike Conaway, Republican of Texas, and ranking Democrat Colin Peterson of Minnesota, planning three more listening sessions this summer. First, they're going to San Angelo, Texas, for a July 31st hearing in the heart of Conaway's 11th District. Then it's on to Morgan, Minnesota, for an August 3rd session in Peterson's 7th District. The third hearing is set for August 5th in Modesto, California, where farmers grow everything from almonds to broccoli to plums. It's also the center of Republican Ag Committee member Jeff Denham's 10th district. Conaway said in a statement with the farm economy at its worst slide since the Great Depression, producers in every region of the country have important perspectives about what is and isn't working in agriculture policy. He continued, I'm looking forward to taking what we heard in Florida and adding new perspectives as we travel across the country to ensure we craft the strong farm bill our country deserves. Hong Kong eases bird flu restriction on U.S. Exporting chicken and eggs to Hong Kong has been very profitable, but not if your cargo was on an ocean-going vessel when a bird flu outbreak was declared in the U.S., There was always a good chance that the product on that ship would be rejected as a part of the inevitable ban following an outbreak, but not anymore. Hong Kong has officially agreed to exempt shipments that are in the pipeline to Hong Kong when a new ban is declared. That according to a report from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. 
Hong Kong buys a lot of chicken and eggs for the U.S. The U.S. exported about $471 million worth of poultry and poultry products to Hong Kong last year, up from $448 million in 2015. That according to USDA data. Syngenta settles Viptera case with Nebraska Farmer. Syngenta and a Nebraska farmer have reached a confidential settlement over claims that the company was responsible for lower corn prices after China rejected U.S. corn in 2013. Daniel Mensik's trial against the company was scheduled to start today after being pushed back from April. Syngenta said that settling the case, quote, allows the company to focus on another upcoming trial scheduled to begin in August and does not represent a change in strategy for the company. Syngenta will continue to defend the litigation and rights of farmers to have access to safe and effective U.S. seed technologies. A class action lawsuit involving thousands of Minnesota farmers scheduled to go to trial in state court next month. Bloomberg, which first reported the settlement, quoted Mensik's attorney, Mikhail Watts, saying, We're hopeful that Dan and Bonnie Mensik are the first of tens of thousands of farmers who recover their damages from Syngenta. Mensik claimed the trade disruption cost him about $125,000 in lost sales. Last month, a federal jury in Kansas ruled that Syngenta should pay a class of corn farmers in that state nearly $218 million in compensation. The judge in that case has decided to consolidate claims of Arkansas and Missouri farmers and hear that case in January with a case involving Illinois and Nebraska farmers to proceed to trial in April. CDC says cook your walrus thoroughly. The most cases of trichinosis, a particularly nasty parasitic disease you could get from eating undercooked meat, involve pork. But the latest outbreak being studied by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention centers around walrus steaks. Five members and two neighboring families got sick from the contaminated meat. The person who cooked the meal, also a victim, told the CDC that she boiled the meat till it was cooked thoroughly on the outside, but still raw on the inside because that's the way they like to eat it. Early trichinosis symptoms within the first two weeks include diarrhea, abdominal pain, fatigue, nausea, and vomiting. If the disease goes untreated, the symptoms get worse and include facial swelling, fatigue, fever, headaches, muscle soreness, itching, difficulty coordinating movement, even neurologic or cardiopulmonary damage. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, July 10th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.